and welcome back to Crypto Natural, everybody's favorite podcast on cryptids, ghosts, ghouls, UFOs, myths, legends, and the truth behind some of our more common beliefs. I am your cryptid father, Jake. And I am your uh, cryptid step-papa, Tristan. So, uh, it's uh, your week. It is my week. And I'd like to start off with a little story that I've heard as a child numerous times and see if it sounds familiar to you, to anybody out there. So, Dad told us this story, probably going on pretty close to 20 years ago. And once again, guys, got to remember, we're from Idaho, southeast Idaho. And the story was about a friend of his. One night, he was driving home in the dark. It had been a long day. It was late at night. And he was starting to feel tired. Didn't notice there was someone in the road. He hit him with his truck. He stopped, got out, looked around, couldn't find anybody. So he starts searching through the woods, the wooded area that was nearby, following a trail. He comes across this old barn. He looks in. He looks around the barn. For some reason, it doesn't look as big as it should be. From the outside, it should be bigger. It doesn't look like there's a whole lot of room. So he goes out, looks at the outside. Yeah, it definitely should be bigger. He goes back in. Goes up to the back wall. Breaks it down. And it appears that someone had been living there. What the man had seen that was driving, what he had hit, appeared to might have been living there for one time. What he had seen when he hit this person was a man with no face. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. What's it sound like? The story that Dad told me while driving down the road that supposedly it happened on. Does it sound like any other story, urban legend, that is so super popular in the United States? It has been for the last, what, decade? What, the deadly hitchhiker? No. Who can you think of that has no face? Slenderman. Yeah, but we know the origins of Slender Man. Right. This, to me, is just another one of those things along the lines of puck wedgies. We know the origins of Slender Man, but what are those based off of? Yeah. This is a story that Dad told us 20 years ago. Now, is it true that it was his friend? Who knows? Is it a story Dad could have heard in his youth? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, or it could have been just, you know, he heard the legend and decided to scare the crap thing. out of his kids. This was 20 years ago. Well, no, but the legend of the man with no face, the legend of the vanishing hitchhiker. Right, so this is one of those, where could it have come from? What started it all? Yeah, see, and there's, there's millions and millions of different stories of vanishing hitchhikers. Mm-hmm. You know, especially... And vanishing hitch- hitchhikers is one thing. Yeah. It attributed to ghosts. It could be attributed to... Get your hand off of her mouth, Jaylee Jean. Do not ever do that again. Quinn's one thing. You two are to be quiet. She is one thing. She's got this. Yeah. 
you know, it could be attributed to to ghosts. It could be attributed to lack of sleep. Yeah. But what I'm specifically going for here is, you know, that was my first thought when I saw the whole legend of Slenderman appearing in pictures. It was, to me, all I saw was a picture of a man with no face. Yeah. See, in the whole Slenderman thing, you know, I feel like it was just one of those creations to where they were thinking what's the creepiest thing i could make happen with with right. photoshop right photoshop creepypasta is where it really took off if i remember right yeah yeah see photoshop was huge with the creepypasta community right so who knows if, if it's true maybe his friend did see something maybe he had heard the story before yeah uh i i couldn't tell you because i mean I don't know if you knew this, but during that time, Dad was a massive fan of uh, Coast to Coast. Yeah. So maybe it's something he heard on there? Yeah. It's it's one, just one of those stories that was like... It almost had that background and that feel of Dad just trying to scare us as kids. You know? Yeah. And... But once again, it's not the first story we've heard from Dad. No. Then it turns out that it's something else entirely. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because Dad and his family, they're from Montana. Hmm. But they come from... The Midwest. The Midwest. You know, they come from... I think Mom said that a lot of them actually came from Missouri. Michigan. Michigan. That's what it was. Michigan. You know, and so it's interesting to see how the stories have kind of come over with with dad and his family and you know and all that because a lot of the stories that we hear are very similar to the ones that we'll hear down there right and so to me it's just one of those things of is there credibility to it because he told us the story 20 years ago yes and then 10 years later there's the stories of slenderman yeah, so it's just kind of one of those things of like, how did it get to be? So I don't, I, Slender Man is crap, total crap. No, absolutely. I don't believe in Slender Man. I don't believe in his whole thing. But the story of hitting someone with your car and then no, nobody's there. Or the vanishing hitchhiker in New Orleans. Did you know that in New Orleans, there are certain parts of the city to where after nine o'clock, no taxis, Ubers, or Lyfts go there because they'll pick up a ride, get halfway to their destination, and they'll get stiffed out of money by a ghost. Hell yeah. Legitimately, the taxi companies have to do this. They have to limit where they go at what right. times because of this phenomenon. So it's, you just, there's definitely, I believe, there's definitely something with it and with that story because, you know, spirits have a weird way of, communicating right they might be running in front of your car to get you to go look you know look around look outside to find them or to find the little pieces of them that they left behind right so was there someone living in that barn is it a true story you know yeah is it a ghost trying to say hey listen i used to live in this barn what here's all my crap Right. Or is there such thing as the no-faced man? Yeah. That terrified me as a kid. 
I it terrified me. Cause, I mean, it's a story coming from dad, and it's one of those you tell it to a kid, and obviously their first thought, oh, it's true. Dad would never lie to me. Exactly. You know, and so I mean, it terrified me as a kid. But I was thinking about it earlier, and I'm like, I want to bring it up because I'm sure there's other legends of no face men. Oh yeah. See, you know, the, the so. no-faced the no face thing is, is very common with a lot of legends, and I think a lot of those legends can just be boiled down to ghosts, or spirits, or shadow creatures, you know, because that's... A lot of people don't talk about it, and a lot of people don't really say it, but I personally feel like the face is just, is a lot to, you know, is a lot of energy to show through mm. it takes a lot of energy to show the face to show the head they can they can make the body appear fairly easy but the face and head for some reason is just so difficult it's a lot of detail it's a lot of detail so i mean it very well could be that it very well could also be because this this happened now what parker yeah yeah um i, I that that is where he took you right he never yeah. took me, but, um, and it's not the first story I've heard from dad about someone hitting something with their phone, mm-hmm. such as, uh, I want to say it was uncle Jeremiah that hit a black dog and got out to check on it. And it was gone. It was there. Stared at him. Got up and with red away. eyes. Oh, I always heard Jeremiah say that it looked up at him and he saw the red in its eyes and it just got up and walked away. Yep. But it was Jeremiah. That's exactly, that's exactly the story Dad told us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even coming from Jeremiah, it's the same story. Is there a credibility to it? Do we have a legend of a black dog? Could be. I mean, there's, you know, there's no... Okay, with cryptids and legends, there are stipulations there are circumstances in which these legends happen or in which these you know you're not going to find a hook man walking down main street he's got to be at a lover's lane you're not going to find mothman in the middle of a lake he's going to be in the woods you know there's there's these certain rules that these cryptids and legends fall black dog we know this one it's cemeteries yeah see and the thing is is with more paranormal stuff there's less rules that we know. There's less less rules that they have to follow, I guess. So with more paranormal and more phantasmical, it's it's a lot more easy to believe it's spreading. Phantasmagorical. Sorry, phantasmagorical. It's one of my favorite words. I love that word. It's a beautiful word. Um, but I just I wanted to discuss it because once again. It's coming from Southeast Idaho. Yeah. Let's face it. I mean, we're not really... We're not we're spook a, capital of the world. We're not that big. We're not that... No. Uh, we're not famous for anything, really. And so, it, to me, it's just like, we're hearing these stories come out of this area. Yeah. What's the truth behind them? See, Is there more of a truth behind them because of the fact of where they're coming from? Yeah, see, and there's there's a certain, I think, there's a certain sort of event, I guess. There's, 
there's a certain sort of chain of events that happen with every town, with every location. You know, they become famous for something that's all they're known for for a long time, and then it starts to die off. West Virginia with cryptids, they were really famous for them for a long time, but now they're <laughs> more famous for the view and how beautiful their state is. And the country roads. Well, yes, but <laughs> I think that's the that's the scariest legend of them all, how many country roads there are in West Virginia. But no, it is. It's an interesting... It's, to me, it's just an interesting thing, how these things get spread. What's the truth behind them? What's the likelihood that it's true? What's I, the likelihood that Jeremiah hit that dog? Yeah, what's the likelihood that someone that I used to talk to and see every day could have had this experience? I don't know Jeremiah is. Knee high to a grasshopper. Oh, yeah. Know? And I'm almost 28 now. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't even remember the first time meeting Jeremiah. Okay, I just rem I just remember knowing him. Yeah, same here. You know, and and they're he, those. He's a straight shooter. You he know? is. He's yeah, not he one to just shit you. No. So, what's the likelihood that he, it's true? Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of truth in a lot of things, and you know, I as a probably mm -hmm. one of the biggest paranormal believers in our family you know i i kind of second guess every rule that i've been told and so the rule of black dogs can only stay in cemeteries i'm sitting there going well no that's not, that's, that's not necessarily true uh they guard yeah. the dead yeah we, we i mean we did we just did this whole entire episode of black dogs yeah they guard the dead they they shepherd the dead um but take Black Shuck, for instance. Black Shuck's nowhere near the a cemetery. So this is not necessarily that it's the rule, it's just... It, it's not the rule, it's just kind of what usually happens. Yeah. Um, but as myths and legends age, they change. They do. They do a lot. I mean, there's there's so much change in everyday life. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the likelihood it's true? If you guys have a legend somewhere out there of a, a faceless man, tell us. We want to hear more. We want to kind of maybe pinpoint where it all started. Oh, yeah. I will set up an entire poster board string wall. I'll just, I'll put pictures up in a map and we'll just go for, go for everything. Yeah. No, I, I think it's interesting. I think it's cool. I love hearing. Oh, this story we heard as a kid, it's somewhere else. There's more to that story. Yeah, it was a huge revelation when we finally, you know, when we first, because I was the first one to hear about him. But when we first heard of Puck Wedgies, you know, we, we had that realization that these were related to something that we had heard from kid, you know, from being kids. Yeah. The legend wasn't always 100% the same, but you know that's where it started. You know that's where it came from. Um, so really, it's 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 a lot of backtracking. It's a lot of going through 
record stories and seeing what's really out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was really one of our first instances to biggest steps to making the podcast, period, was just that mm-hmm. that interest of going, well, what's behind this? Yeah. Now it's time for one of my favorite games. All right. So I found something called the Random Cryptid Generator, um, which basically just creates the name of a cryptid. And so I want to try and use these cryptid names and just describe what the cryptid actually is. So you tell me the name and I describe it? Yes, and it's totally random, and we come up with the cryptid together. Okay, yeah, let's new, do this. New cryptid generator, we're going to create our own cryptonatural cryptid second mascot. Alright, let's do this. Okay, randomize. Turtle Lake Monster. I think this one's pretty easy. It's just going to be another sea serpent. It's it's just a giant turtle. It's just a big... No, man, I mean... Big it's turtle. It's Turtle Island. And so, obviously, it's named after an island in a lake, so I'm going with uh, just another water serpent. Just like a serpent? Turtle Lake Monster? Yeah. I mean, a bear lake monster's not going to look like a lake. Or a bear, I mean. Yeah, but this one... Okay, all right. We'll we'll randomize again. Homo Gardarensis. Gardarensis? Let me see. Gardarensis? I... I'm assuming it's like a humanoid plant creature. Yeah, see, and actually, it, it... The names come from the list of cryptids. So we can see what we think it is. And search it up. It's a humanoid plant creature. A humanoid plant creature? Humanoid plant creature. Are you sure? Because I'm going to Google this one. Final answer. Humanoid plant creature. Alright, Googling it. Is a species name proposed by anthropologist Darren Cohen in 2010 for the, for the South American... Hominin fossils, otherwise attributed to H. Halibus H. Oh, so it's just, it's a different form of human life. Okay. Or Homo sapien. Okay. It's just somewhere in the evolutionary cycle. Yeah. Let's try one more just because we have the time. Okay. All right, last one. Gambo. This one's going to be fun. Gambo? Gambo? Gambo. Okay, I'm going to go with... Rainbow Grandma. Gambo. I'm going to go with Gambo. Okay. I'm going to go with a rather large uh, crawfish-type creature. So, a crawfish-type creature? Yeah, I mean, second to say Grambo, all I can think of is... Gumbo. So I'm going to go with Gambo. It's a grande-sized crawfish creature. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's go down to Hold on. Gambo God damn it, now I just have to Google it. 
Gambo. This is going to take a decent amount of editing. Calling it right now. Okay, Gambo, Cryptid Wiki. Gambo, also called Kerterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterterter